Welcome to episode 82 of the Girl About the Globe podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Irene Nawaga from Women Tour Uganda to discuss traveling to Uganda as a solo female traveler. If you've ever been intrigued by Uganda and want to know more about this African country, or your dream is to experience gorilla trekking, this is the episode for you. Stay tuned. Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveller. Empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Welcome to another episode of the Girl About the Globe podcast. Empowering you to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Today I'm joined by Irene Nalroga, who is founder of Women Tour Uganda, empowering women through travel. She's joining us all the way from Uganda. So welcome, Irene. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you very much, Lisa. It's such a great opportunity to be on this beautiful show. And I'm so, so grateful for this opportunity. And I am super, super eager to learn from an expert like you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really excited to talk to you today about Uganda. I don't know much about the country, to be honest. But first, before we ask any questions, you're just going to give us an introduction to your home country, aren't you? Thank you very much. Everyone listening, thank you, Lisa. I would like to welcome you to my beautiful country, Uganda. My name is Irene Naroga. I am the Managing Director of Women to Uganda. And we do organize mountain gorilla trekking safaris for solo women travelers from all over the world to come and visit my beautiful country in Uganda. Um, We do have a beautiful country. I am super proud of our country. But before I can continue about my country, actually, I personally, I am a solo. I've visited different countries by myself. And through those travelings, I actually noticed there is a huge group of women who would love to visit my country, Uganda, but they don't know anyone. They're even scared to travel by themselves. And that is how we actually decided to set up scheduled departure dates whereby women can book a slot and join other women, go on a safari together, have fun together. However, we also have like private groups, like if you want to travel alone for your me time, no interruptions, we also have that arrangement. So that, of course, looking at the arrangements and also organizing safaris by yourself when you're, let's say you're in, uh, in UK and you want to visit Uganda, you don't know which right company to work with, you don't know who to contact. There, there always comes with anxiety, fear, and panic, and you're like, oh, my God, will it work out? What if it goes wrong? Mm. So that is why we decided to put up this, um, this company to encourage, like Lisa does as well, to encourage and empower women to travel by themselves. I strongly believe that as a woman, you don't need to sit back and wait for people to travel with. If you want to travel, oh, yes, book the, book the ticket, book that trip, and go on that trip. Because one thing that I've learned out of life experience is life is too short to sit down back home and wait for people to travel with. Definitely. And um, love it. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So we always welcome women into our beautiful country, the solo travelers. And I'll take you through, Lisa, how beautiful my country is. I uh, will start with the national parks, mainly all over the world. We are known for the beautiful national parks that we have. We have different national parks in different regions of the country. 
But mainly the most popular national park that is known all over the world is the Bwindi Impenetrable National Park, where you find the mountain gorillas. However, we don't only have the mountain gorillas in Bwindi, we also actually have mountain gorillas in Mugahinda National Park. This park, we share it with Bwanda, uh, we share it with Rwanda and Congo. And also the unique part about the Mugahinga National Park is it also has three mountains. One of the mountains called Sabinho, you can be on it and you see three different countries at a go. As we proceed going to the Western still, we do have uh, Queen Elizabeth National Park. We do have uh, Chivale National Park where you can find a lot of chimpanzees. We do have Murchison Falls where you find a lot of game, game, where you do game drives, boat cruises. And uh, you find that each of these national parks are actually located beautifully with different people, different national park, different culture of people, different people completely. That is the most unique part about my country. Okay. Of course, going up, I don't want to forget to talk about Kidepo National Park, where you can do a lot of game drives, um, you do a lot of game drives. You, that is where actually the Karamoja people are found. And uh, on the eastern, we also have, uh, actually we have Mountain Eligon. And uh, we do have in the central, we have Lake Victoria, which is famously known for, of course, uh, the Nile Punch and Tilapia. It's a freshwater in Uganda, one of the largest lakes in the world. But... Wow. Um, Yes, but we do have a country that actually is extremely diverse. Let's say if a woman is visiting Uganda and you want to, to mainly do culture, you meet different people all over Uganda, different cultures. Eastern, we do have Basoga, we do have the Itesos. In the north, we have the Karamajong, we do have the Acholis. So you find that every different place where our national park is, different culture. In the Western, which is famously known for having great people uh, coming from the Western in our country, we do have the Banyankole, we do have the Bachiga, we also have the Batwa, they come from the Eastern. However, I'll talk about the Central, where I come from. Also, where my parents come from. In the Central, we actually have Baganda people. You find that in Bagan, uh, everywhere we have different cultures, how we eat, how we behave, how we dress, how we raise our children. It's completely different. Wow. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yes. So I noticed as we do those safaris, or the safari searches around Uganda, I noticed that different women actually are interested in culture and they want to know how do the Baganda really behave? How mm. do the Baganda dress? How do the Bachiga dress? How do they behave? So we are famously known for, uh, in Buganda, we are famously known for our traditional wear called the Gomesi. It's a long, elegant dress. Like, uh, let's say in UK, you also have the ballroom dresses and all that. Mm. So we also have our own ballroom style in our own way. Oh, wow. Fab. <laughs> it's an elegant wear, beautiful wear. And also, actually, each culture cooks their food differently. Because people will tell you, I've seen, uh, I've seen lions in Botswana. I've seen them in Kenya. I've seen them in, uh, in uh, Tanzania. But that is the unique part of our country, the people. 
we are naturally very friendly people. Even for a solo traveler woman, when she comes in, you'll find that in case you're lost, you just ask someone, excuse me, where can I go? And they will give you like 10 minutes of their time to direct you. Some can even take you up to where you're going. That is how good our country is. We're very friendly, very welcoming. But um, of course, I don't want to talk about the animals a lot, the lions, the elephants, the giraffes and all that. Our country has more to see than just the, the animals. Apart from the people, we do have mountains, a lot of mountains. We are known for Mountain Renzoli, one of the highest mountains, the tallest mountains in the world. Um, you'll find that many people, there are women, those women who actually want to hike mountains. Uganda gives you a lot of different mountain opportunities for you to hike. We do have the Sabino, we have Mohavura. So like different areas have different mountains. That is also something really that would be attractive to someone who is into hiking. Our country gives you the real challenge that you're looking for. <laughs> However, um, due to our good weather, I would also love to tell the world that we actually have beautiful golf courses. I know in UK there are a lot of golfers mm -hmm. and even all over the world. Those, most of those uh, solo travelers who want to enjoy the national parks and also play a round of golf. I really think Uganda is a good destination for golfing as well. I for the women. That. <laughs> we have over eight golf courses in Uganda. And the beauty, most of the golf courses are actually located near a specific national park or um, tourist attraction. So they're not like a fast stretch, like you, you go see the lions or you go to the elephants, then you, you, you're like, you have to drive miles and miles to go play a round of golf. So I really think the solo travelers also should think of that. But before I continue, yes, I'll go to my next point of um, lakes and rivers. We are famously known for having the source of the, source, uh, of the river Nile. The longest river in the world. Amazing. Please allow me brag. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to brag on that one. <laughs> yeah, but um, yes, much as we have the river, you'll find that most of actually our national parks, like uh, Machison, we have still the river going through Machison Falls. But remember Victoria, which we share with uh, Tanzania, Kenya, and Uganda. Our lake is freshwater, so we really enjoy tilapia fish a lot in Uganda. I always tell myself, in Uganda, never go to a lake and you don't eat fish, never order chicken. Eat <laughs> 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 the fish. So on our, um, on our lakes, of course, we do have the boat cruises on the lake. We do have actually equator going through Lake Victoria. But we don't only have Lake Victoria in Uganda. We have Lake Choga. We have Lake Albert. We have Lake Edward. All these lakes are actually next to national parks, apart from the Lake Victoria Lake. Amazing. The animals use, use them to, to, take the, to drink water. And um, of course, like for our adventure solo traveler women, the women who want to do it all, we do have like uh, tubing on the Nile. We do have rafting. We actually have good rafting activities on the Nile in Jinja. Jinja mainly is surrounded by people from Busan. So everywhere you go, different activity, different people, different languages. 
Our climate is one of the best climates you'll find in the world. Reason? It's never too hot and it's never too cold. We're always in the middle. Perfect. And my, yeah, and my best experience uh, in Ugandan weather, I don't know how you call it in English. Like mm-hmm. a shower, a shower of rain? Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. That is my favorite in Uganda. When it happens and I see it, I always run out, no matter what I'm wearing, <laughs> to experience it. Because it's really, really amazing for me. However, different regions, like I told you, eastern, western, central, northern. In the north, it's more, dry, more sunny compared to the other places. Okay. Then in the western, yeah, in the western, it's actually very cold, more so around where the gorillas are, Buindi and Mugahinga, that is very cold. The weather I can compare is to the fall of UK, around that weather. Yeah, that's because I understand why it's cold, because they are in mountains. It has, mm-hmm. you know, like if you've seen a movie about Sound of the Music, the mountains and the hills, that's how beautiful the Buindi and Mugahinga uh, national parks are located, the mountains and the hills. So you see the forest on slopes of hills. Mm. And uh, that is the beauty of that place. However, I've done a lot of gorilla trekking in my life and it's breathtaking for me. Every time you just see, every single time, it's a different experience. So yes, I talked about the people and our culture and our food. Let's say in Buganda, in, Ma, in the central, Buganda people, we cook our food in uh, banana leaves. Actually, in all our trips that we do, we also teach our women, we give them that cooking class experience where they can learn how to cook our matoke and also learn how to cook our food in banana leaves and also test it. That is one experience that I've noticed all our women enjoy. They're like, oh my God. So I'll go on to, like, let's say people in the north, they eat a lot of millet food, uh, millet flour. It, I think millet flour is eaten in most of the north and the western. you find that also in the eastern, but Baganda mainly known for Amatoke. Most people would associate going on safari with mm-hmm. more eastern Africa, wouldn't they, which is Kenya and Tanzania and South Africa. So that's amazing that you can also have the same experience in Uganda as well as the gorilla trekking. Absolutely. Actually, I think that's what makes us so unique from the other countries. You can see gorillas in, uh, also in Rwanda and in uh, Congo. But the beauty about Uganda is you have two national parks that you can actually see gorillas. And gorillas in Bwindi actually are different from the gorillas in Mugahinga. The ones in Mugahinga have a bigger and they have bigger fur. Well, you've definitely just inspired me to go to Uganda, and I'm really excited about going next month. Like I was telling you that our country is, it's full of a lot. In just eight days, okay, many, most of our guests, they come for 14 days, 10 days, eight days, but you can also do three days in my country. However, three days, you'll be cheating your air ticket because our country has a lot to offer. So what I notice, everyone who comes on our safari becomes my best friend. I become their Ugandan best friend. And I'm sure I'm one of your best friends in Uganda. <laughs> so we do, we do make, um, we do, what we do is we tailor the gomeses for the ladies. They send us their measurements before, we, before they come. 
Of course, I'll show you how we dress up in our traditional Gomesi. It's really an elegant wear and you can actually use it um, like these ladies, they went back home with us. We always give it and you go back home with it as a gift. Mm-hmm. Just to remember Uganda, in that when you're, maybe when like the, you have a, a traditional uh, theme party, traditional wear theme party, or like you have a costume wear party, you can put it on and then you brag about your trip to Uganda and even tell people, oh guys, you need to visit this country. Look at how cute and elegant that I look. I look at it as when we put on these clothes, actually, that Gomez is like on a party, huge, huge ceremony. We do have Gomez's for huge ceremonies. And we also have um, Gomez's for, for going to the gardens. But of course, the modern women don't wear the Gomez's a lot apart from parties, elegant parties, like introduction. And <laughs> then... Um, go to another point which is about politics that i know most of the solo travel women are actually very very concerned about Mm -hmm. it talking about politics in uganda is we have a very very beautiful country i know all over the world many women know our country about maybe idi amin for some who are there when that happened but our country has gone way past the period of idi amin we actually have a beautiful country. We do have different leaders and uh, politicians in our country, but I'll tell you the truth about my country. We have had President Idi Amin, which many Ugandans actually applaud that he's one of the most passionate president about Uganda. For us who are Ugandans, we've had President Milton Oboti. He has also done incredible things for the country. Apparently, something that we're known for is for having the longest serving president, who is President mm-hmm. Museveni, Yoel Museveni, who has been in power for 36 years. Whoa. Apparently, I am 36 years, and it's unfortunate I've never seen a new president in my life. Yes, you may ask me, Irene, is it safe for me to come into your country since I'm a solo woman traveler? Yes, our country is actually safe for solo women travelers to come to my country. Yes, we had a few issues that appeared in CNN and BBC about uh, a few issues dealing up political and voting. But however, Uganda has gone past that. And I know you want to ask me about President Bobby Wine. Well, he's a young leader. Apparently, he has uh, inspired so many young youth to believe in change and also to believe that things can happen in our country. Okay. Yes, he stood against um, the current president, President Yoel Kagutam Seven. We don't know the results. I don't want to talk about them. But what I know is at least he would have done something really bad and pushed the country into war because of elections. But I applaud him extremely high for having a heart that feels for Ugandans and he didn't push for that. So we are lucky to continue after elections and even live our normal lives without losing so many lives compared to what we would have lost if you had taken wrong decisions. I also want to actually appreciate our government. Yes, it has done a lot actually on the roads. When you come into Uganda, you find that we have uh, tarmac roads. All the roads going to the national parks, actually okay. tarmac. That's good. Please, I won't show off so much. There is when you can reach a maram side of the road, more so when you're going to the national park. <laughs> so like when you reach off the, like the highway, you know the highways, mm-hmm. all our highways, most of them are actually tarmac and in good condition. 
we have what we say, a Ugandan massage. That is when you're going on the Maram roads into the parks. But due to conserving nature and also not disturbing the animals, the government and Uganda Wildlife Authority, they decided to keep those roads as they are. Yes, for the sake of conserving nature. So, yes, in Uganda, as you saw our map, we do have all national parks at the extremes of the country. The nearest national park in Uganda is Lake Emboro National Park, which you can go, which you can reach in just four hours. But most of the other national parks, you have to drive like six hours. So the roads, please don't worry about the roads when you're coming to Uganda. But one thing that I need to tell you, Lisa, most of our roads don't have signposts. <laughs> So it's hard to get around by yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Most of our roads yeah. don't have signposts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, for, okay, I will talk on the side of a solo traveling woman who chooses to just come, mm. get a car, drive themselves around Uganda. Mm. I think it could be a little bit of a challenge due to the different cultures of driving in different countries. In our country, we actually have border borders on the road. And these ones are people that even, even me as a Ugandan, when I'm driving, it's very easy if you're not paying attention to actually cause an accident, a bad one, because we have border borders on the road. So I always recommend women that when you're coming to my country, the solo women travelers, at least get a car with a driver and a, a driver guide, someone who's going to do the driving and you reduce on the stress of you being worried about, oh my God, oh my God, the road, oh my God, am I knocking someone and all that. Because as you're driving in a minute, someone can drive in front of you on a border border. And that is one thing that I thought I should mention to the solo women travelers. In our country, like you remember, different areas, different languages. Our main language is generally English. Since we have a beautiful history with UK, with the United Kingdom, thanks to the Queen. <laughs> so we do... We, you'll find that most of the Ugandans all over everywhere you go, they have actually gone to school and they can speak some good English. Okay. Yes, in the extreme villages, there are some Ugandans who actually have not gone to school, which is now a little bit reduced because the government brought in a public school studying and Ugandans' young children can go to school and at least learn something. That's good. So you find that... Of course, when you're talking in Uganda, you don't need to be so fluent. Try to slow a little bit. Most when you're up country in the villages, you need to really talk slowly because not so many can catch up with the, with, the, with the accent. Okay. Yes. So general language is English. Like if you go to the tourist destinations, everywhere you, so for anyone who speaks English in Uganda, you can travel solo. It's easy for you to communicate. However, Eastern, we do speak, uh, uh, okay, I'll start with Central, where I come from. We do speak uh, Luganda. And also, when we are saying thank you, we say, Webaleño Lisa. It means thank you, Lisa. I would recommend all solo travelers when they're coming, the women, when they're coming to Uganda, to at least learn how to say thank you. Because even if you don't know their local language or they don't know English, at least if, if maybe someone has given something and you tell them like, Webale nyo, there is that joy and beautiful, genuine smile that you get from that person in a way that can actually wash your heart. 
Oh. I always teach our women how to say Wevalinyo on our trips. But the language in uh, Buganda, we speak Luganda. In Eastern, we have Lugisu, Ita, Luteso. Uh, we have uh, Basamia. In the Northern, we have Kejong language. In Western, we have Runyankore, Ruchiga. So you find that in Uganda, if you're interested in culture and languages, everywhere, different languages, different cultures. So the fact that I'm in Uganda, I tend to share easily my culture with the guests, but we are exploring on two other cultures in that we can share with them as well, different cultures as well, in that the guests don't only know about my culture, I don't want to be selfish. The big question that every woman that I meet on all my exhibition trips and all my travels, they always ask me, Irene, is it safe for a woman to travel alone to Uganda? My answer is yes. It is very, very safe for a solo woman traveler to come to Uganda. However, there are a few things that actually you need to put in, in mind when you're coming to Uganda because it's different country, different cultures, different behaviors. So I always encourage women when you're coming to Uganda, please dress up with your best positive attitude. It's always lighter and happier when you travel to a foreign country when you have your positive attitude with you before you put on any makeup, before you wear that best perfume of yours, before you pack the bags, please pack the positive attitude when you come to Uganda. Also try to pack gratitude when you come to Uganda. I know our country is a third world country, but it can give you a first class experience for solo woman traveler. So when you're coming to Uganda, please know and appreciate that people have different ways of doing things and also learn from people, share your experience and also learn from others. But in Uganda, we have different women, like the same way in uh, UK. I'll talk UK because it's where you come from. So we have different women, different lifestyles, different life experiences. I'll separate the women in two groups. We have the modern women and we have the upcountry women, the women who come from the villages. Modern women are so empowered. They know their rights. They know what they need to get. They're go-getters. They'll go for whatever they need to get in Uganda. The women in modern environments, modern cities are really empowered and actually really going out to learn new things. They know to stand up for themselves. They know to, to go to police in case they're abused and all that. However, the women in the villages, it's a different story. I know they are, we are trying to do different empowerments in different communities, but one common story that I, I would love to tell you is most of the women in the villages, they work hard. They wake up in the morning, go to the gardens, do the digging. But when the produce comes, most of the times it's the husbands who actually hold the money. So that is still a challenge in my country. And uh, I know that government is working on that to empower. And also the banks are going to villages to encourage women to actually have bank accounts and all that. So that culture and lifestyles and the way we live is completely different. A modern woman will live in a luxury apartment like the same apartment in UK, but a woman in the village, most of them could live in a small hearts. But of course we have a lot of um, polygamy in, a, in our culture. Interesting. So, yes, so we do have uh, one woman, one man with like four wives. Of course, in the modernity with the church coming in and all that, there are a few where you find that there is one, one man with uh, one woman or two. But mainly in the traditional way of us living, we used to have one man, five women, or four women or ten women, whatever he wants. 
because in our culture, we are raised women to be very, very submissive and very respectful. Thanks to modernity, we have learned up to stand for our rights. And also the women in the villages, they have circles where women who are abused can actually run to and find help. But the big challenge is the women work hard and the men drink the money. That is, the, that is how we live up country and this side. Of course, like in every community, you'll find the lazy ones, you'll find the hardworking ones. But I must say even ladies up country have actually learned to work together and empower each other. So that is uh, something really beautiful. Of course, for the modern women, we wake up, go to our offices. Modern women, we own property, we buy property. Mm. Women in the villages, most of the times, land is owned by community and families. So they have no say on that. It's so oh, you know. <laughs> Especially learning you know about what? the culture and the and the traditional role of mm. the woman as well, and how it sounds as though that is starting to change, which is you yes. know, a positive thing. Change always takes time, doesn't it? And uh, of course, I would like to welcome all the solo women travelers to come join us on our trips. I want to thank Gal about the blob. Thank you very much, our dear partner, and also a secret package. For our solo women travelers who have membership cards for Girl About the Globe, please know that on all our trips, whether solo traveler or group schedules, private trips, if you have that card, you have an automatic discount of 5%. Let's say if a package is for $5,000, you automatically have your discount of $250 per person. Yes. So I want to thank. Girl about the Globe for this great partnership. Because honestly, I must say it is very good to give back to our fellow women and also to encourage them to actually join us on these trips. Because I know it is scaring many times to pick up your bag and say, oh, I go by myself. No, hell no, I'm going nowhere. I have done it before. Lisa has done it before. Why don't you do it? So please take advantage of the 5% discount and then you just send us a copy of your card and then you will give your, give your automatic discount. We do have the departures every month. I'll be glad to serve you. I want to thank you, Lisa, for your time. I want to thank every solo woman traveler all over the world. Thank you so much, Irene. And thank you for your generous offer of the 5% discount as well. I must admit, I'm an experienced solo traveller and I don't really know much about Uganda apart from the gorillas. So made me feel more reassured and more comfortable about visiting the country. And I think as well that because your language is English, that also really helps. And it's very useful to know about the roads and to know that you will feel more confident if you do actually have somebody like yourselves on a private guide showing you around the country am I correct if I say that Uganda is for the cultural solo the wildlife solo the food solo Mm. and the adventure solo because you've also got the rafting as well it kind of Mm. covers like you say it's very diverse and it covers a range of different activities for different types of solos doesn't it yeah, actually, when you look at the packagings of our, I'm sure you've gone through our different itineraries, you'll find that um, each of those packages will give you almost a little bit of, like a piece of the cake of every cake of Uganda. 
Yes, so that is the beauty of it. Like you don't come and you only see people. So you see the animals, then you see people, then you do the raft, then you do the hike. Like the lady here, she was just having, she's a solo traveler as well. She was just having a layover for 12 hours. And she told me, Irene, what can you do for me? I, I told her, no, we can actually go to Busi Island and we do birding there. So we went there and trekked the shoebill and it was quite a big, beautiful experience because the shoebill almost passed by our head like this, oh, when it was going. So personally, I think when the women solo travelers, when they come, they see immersive things in just a few days. Let's say like eight days, you see different things. You see the people, you see that because you cannot say that I'm coming to only do. I want to only see people. You've got to see a little bit of a few things. Yes. Fantastic. And where can people go to find out more about you? First, they can go to Girl About the Globe. We are listed on the website as your partner, and we can thank you for that partnership. Of course, when they write to us, please send us a copy of your membership card as proof for your membership. Then also, we also have our own website. It's called... Um, www.womentoayuganda.com we have a scheduled solo traveler calendar whereby women can look and see the different departure dates that we have and what type of safaris we have then of course they can send us an email and um, ask me about the quote i'll send them the full itinerary and the quotation and the terms and conditions Fantastic. Thank you so much, Irene. I was going to say thank you in your local language, but I've forgotten it already. Medaleño. <laughs> you can try. Medaleño. Oh, yes, you got it. Medaleño, <laughs> Irene. And I'm really looking, forward to, <laughs> really looking forward to meeting you in Uganda and writing about my experience in the country and trying to inspire more solo female travellers to go there. So thank you again. Aww. And I wish you every success in the future. And you can find out more about Women Tour Uganda on the Girl About the Globe website under Solo Female Friendly. Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlabouttheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.